Paul. So every other week, people listen to you talk about DC music. But I think it's time that they got to really know the man behind the microphone. Uh Uh-oh. So we're going to play a game. The game is, it's a series of would-you-rather questions. They're going to start out easy, and they're going to get more complicated. Paul, are you ready to play? I'm ready to play. Let's put 30 seconds on the clock. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Paul, first question. Would you rather have deep dish pizza or thin crust pizza? Mm, Deep dish. Okay, next question. Would you rather get a shoulder massage or a foot massage? Oh, shoulder massage. Definitely. My feet are so tickly. It would would drive me insane. Paul, would you rather face a fork in the road or be forced to pick between three doors? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I, I guess a fork in the road. That seems like an easier choice. Okay. Paul, would you rather blow up 100 balloons or lick 300 envelopes? <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to go with the envelopes. Cause I think if I blew up that many balloons, I would pass out. Paul, would you rather wear a Snuggie for a year or a horse head costume for a month straight? <laughs> I, I wore a Snuggie as a, as a Halloween costume once. And it was it was terrible just for the one night at the party. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with the, the horse head. Paul, would you rather have your face printed on money or your own small town named in your honor? Wow. Um, I think a small town in my honor would be great. Paul, final question. And this one's for all the marbles. Are you ready? I'm ready. Final question. Here we go. Paul, would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? There's a lot on the line here, Paul. Ooh. Oh, man. It's uh, it's like Minority Report versus Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, I think I'm going to go with memory erasing. I think knowing people's future would be too crushing. Well, Paul, thank you for playing. Why don't you tell us who's first on this week's podcast? Who's that, Paul? It's Franklin Gotham. Here on Hometown Sounds. Keep it on, yeah. Too soon to wake up. Blue skies and makeup. More things to shake up. That's all you really got to. Gotta keep pressing on my time with you.
Welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareco. And I'm Paul Vodra. And it feels so good to change out of my game show host attire. And oh my goodness, that tremendous song, Franklin Gotham with a track called Keepin' On. My hot take is that I think it is so wonderful that a band wrote a song that does the phrase keep keeping on justice. Yes, uh, definitely inspired by current events. That song came out on September 26th. And in our last episode, I made sure that I recognized Franklin Gotham as another project that Franklin Gotham member Jared Nikolai is in because I remember liking Franklin Gotham so much with their track that we played in November 2019, We Were Dumb. And then in between episodes, they sneak out a new song, this enormous, wonderful track. The track also features additional vocals by Brittany Jean Valent of Brittany Jean and Wall of Trophies. Love you guys. Franklin Gotham is Kevin Adkins, Jared Nikolai, and Christopher Speech. I have previously identified Jared Nikolai as a super producer, and I stand by that assertion. He does the really specific thing with the melodic percussion instruments. That is so cool. I relish every Jared Nikolai production. There is also a music video for that song that you can find on Franklin Gotham's YouTube page. And it has quite a lot of editing involved, quite a lot of little clips uh, all stitched together, some of which sort of relate to the lyric as the lyric passes by. And a lot of it is, is people out in the world. There are lots of people and they're, they're often like in beautiful locations and uh, it, it really was making me feel a little cooped up watching this video. Well, it's funny you say that you felt cooped up because the, the piece of footage that stood out the most to me was the, the Ferris wheel. <laughs> All right, there you go. So the music video concludes with a female like walking through country wheat and like holding her arm out and touching the the wheat the vegetation yep and then in the music video they conclude with a spoof pharmaceutical ad read and here's a clip of it so you can be in on the joke too if you suffer from seasonal allergies or hearing loss franklin gotham may be right for you side effects of listening to franklin gotham can include headache nausea vomiting dizziness cardiac arrhythmia mild heart palpitations varicose veins so fun franklin gotham <laughs> So, uh, Paul, what's been going on with you? Well, I did finally actually manage to escape my house for a little, a little break, a little, little 
short vacation, a little long weekend. Uh, we went up, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. My girlfriend's family has a, a cabin up in Western New York state, kind of on a mountain. And uh, it's got no electricity and bandwidth is very limited. Why do you do this to yourselves? <laughs> well, listen, it was it was kind of the perfect place to go if what you want to do is get away from everybody else because everybody else, you know, might be infectious. So what was nice was to just go up there and unplug and not have to worry about any pandemic protocols or any of that stuff. And the weather was really, really good, nice and cool at night and a very, very temperate in the, in the middle of the day. And, you know, it was just nice to really not work for a few days and not be amongst our stuff in the house all the time. And so it was great. The The challenge was that at the time, and I think this is not the case anymore, but at the time, New York State required that visitors to it from Virginia, which is where I live now, quarantine for 14 days uh, after arriving because we might be infected and we don't want to infect anybody else up there. So we did that. Um, which means that we could not go to the store or anything. And so we had to bring all our food. We had to bring ice, coolers, water, everything. Oh, so much work. (laughs) You know, and actually, I've been thinking, I was thinking about you while you were away. All right. I was wondering how much labor you had to go through, like sort of for each day. I mean, it, it's a decent amount because you do have to do all the dishwashing. You have to like boil water with which to wash the dishes. Boil water. Oh, I know. There's a propane camp stove and that's where we cook everything. And then, you know, once the sun sets, really what you want to do is build a fire. And then, you know, you build a fire and you just burn a ton of wood and you sit there and watch, you know, uh, fire TV is what we called it and, uh, and played board games. It was nice. God, people in the 1800s, they didn't have podcasts to listen to while they boiled water. (laughs) They couldn't uh, doom scroll on Twitter. Heck no. I think like maybe the most favorable view I can offer of camping is tailgating in the woods. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, that's that's all. I don't uh, I don't feel compelled to spend any time even sort of out of doors. (laughs) <laughs> well, this is the time for you then. Sure. So the other the other joyous thing that I got to do this past weekend was participate in a baby shower uh, via uh, Zoom. Oh, for who? Well, this is for our friend Sarah Flippert, a.k.a. Miss Friedrich, who we have played on the podcast before. Oh, dang. Yes. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Yes, she and her husband will soon be welcoming a baby, and we had a baby shower. There was a lot of people invited to this baby shower. There were, I think, 66 adults and 14 children. So it, it, was, it was a big deal. And there, you know, there were breakout rooms. People were sort of mingling randomly. And then we, we ended the Zoom party with uh, a dance party DJed by me. Um, because uh, Sarah and David are are fans of the mashups that I've been DJing on my Lockdown Mashup series, and we wanted to do some of that. So it was, I'll tell you, I have DJed a lot of weird events, a lot of weddings, never a baby shower, and never anything on Zoom. 
So I had to, you know, knowing that there were children on, there were many, many mashups that I decided were not kid friendly. So I kicked those out and uh, it, it was, it was a challenge, but I think I did a pretty good job. I think people had a really good time. I think this is such a moment of you using your, your powers for real good and to bring people together. And that's really sweet. That's what I try to do. That's what I always try to do. So what's been going on with you, man? So currently I am psyched for October 30th because that's when season two of Baby Yoda starts. Oh, all right. Uh, I got my flu shot. That's very wise. I'm now watching season four of Fargo. Ah, I haven't started that yet. Oh, and it's a banger. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is great. So Fargo, the TV show, is tremendous to me because it always has the most intense and interesting characters. In this season, Chris Rock has a part, which is kind of surprising. I thought Chris Rock had been post-TV kind of forever. Mm. So, Paul, on Fargo Season 4, there's a character who's a mortician, and I saw him on screen, and I thought to myself, hey, that guy kind of looks like indie folk musician Andrew Bird. Oh. Paul, have you ever listened to any Andrew Bird? I have listened to Andrew Bird. He is a champion whistler. Yep, he sure is. So on a whim, I paused the show and Googled Fargo Andrew Bird. And the first result was an article from Billboard entitled, Andrew Bird Can't Believe He's on Fargo Either. (laughs) That's very good headline writing. Paul, that's a good hot take of their hot take. And that's kind of what's been going on with me. Thanks for talking through things. Should we play some more music, Paul? We can. Next up on the podcast, it's Barty's Strange.
wow. Wasn't that a banger? That was Mustang by Bartiz Strange. This is the hot new hotness in DC music. We are watching an artist blow up. I mean, I mean, yeah, we were we were looking into it. There, there's you know a long piece from NPR. There's a piece from the Washington Post going out guide, and then just as we were looking into it, it got 8.2 best new music on Pitchfork, Stereo Gum, Billboard, Grammy. I mean, Bartiz is absolutely everywhere. So what happened to me in in observing this blow up? I. I just didn't look at Pitchfork today, and I think I would have had a much different day if I had like seen this artist I just happened to be playing on my podcast on just on Pitchfork. It's a fun game to keep track of. Like, when was the last time we played someone who Pitchfork covered? I think it was Origami Angel. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably right. But anyway, back to Barty Strange. He got some attention in March with an EP called Say Goodbye to Pretty Boy, which is a collection of reimagined versions of songs by indie rock big boys, The National. And being on the band camp, what, what really struck me was this fun indication that we're watching someone blow up was the number of people that Barty Strange is supported by on band camp. So the way it works is you can like see the links to user profiles who have like bought something or downloaded something. It just felt like a, a gag because I had to keep clicking more, like nine or ten times. Oh my god! The album is called "Live Forever." You can be one of those people supporting the album on Bandcamp for only eight dollars. There were, I think, three sets of limited edition vinyl pre-orders, and they are all sold out. So Vinyl Heads, you missed out on this one. So much going on with the the influences and the the sounds. Uh, it's amazing, you know, bringing in the indie rock, uh, some of the stuff that I recognize like, you know, Block Party and obviously the National. Oh, that's really, I can't, I'm, it's, it's really fun you just name checked Block Party because where I think Barty Strange is tremendous is in that really triumphant yell of groups like TV on the radio or Block Party and about how uh, he's really yelling what you feel. Absolutely. So one of the other sources of social media praise for Bartsy Strange has been friend of the podcast, Chad Clark of the band Beauty Pill. And I have seen Chad uh, praising Bartsy Strange and also mentioning how what he had done was moved to DC, I think in the year 2018, to work for a nonprofit. And I'm sure he was doing fantastic work, but was working a lot of hours and probably getting a little burned out and not really having time to work on music. So it was pretty recent that Bartiz made the leap to working at a music studio, 38 North, and now obviously spending a lot of time on his own music. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, in normal times, he'd be uh, headlining uh, 930 Club and touring all over the country. So uh, hopefully that will get to happen someday soon. All right, man, you ready for some more music on the podcast? Oh, I sure am. All right, next up is Metabana.
could just listen to that kind of all day long. <laughs> that is, I feel like that's one of the most interesting sounds I've heard in quite a long time. Uh, there's, there's some really cool, like mashed up genres going on with that. That was amazing. That was Metabana with a song called Latlal. Uh, and I found this on SoundCloud today. In fact, I was poking around for music for the podcast. And one of the places I like to go is, is SoundCloud because, you know, that's, you know, a lot of music has moved to Bandcamp, but SoundCloud is still a thing for a lot of uh, hip hop and a lot of electronic music, especially. And so I follow a bunch of people and there's a lot of reposts. And I found this, listened to it, and just was like, wow, that is it's not sound like anything we've played on the podcast probably ever. Metabana is a DC-based producer and vinyl collector who is part of the Miso Criso Collective. This is a three-song digital release called Antiquario that is available as a Name Your Own Price download on the Bandcamp page of YNFND, which is a label based in Germany. And I had to Google, because I was like, well, that clearly stands for something. And I could not figure it out. So I Googled it and discovered that it stands for You Need Friends, Not Discos. And for some reason, Discos is spelled with a K. But this label loves vinyl. So if you do too, you can grab this song on a split 7-inch with El Mago, who is from Berlin and Greece. And the label writes about this. We welcome Metabana from the divided states of America to our own YN-free download series with a three-track EP, starting with Sarawi Classic about liberation, hope, and vision. So I had to figure out what that meant. And the Sarawi is the population of the Western Sahara and Southern Morocco. So really, like I loved in the beginning, it's like this, you know, kind of dusty bluesy guitar riff but then it comes in with like the arabic and the tabla sounds and man that was just really neat um and it really made me want to go see him and the miso criso collective dj some world sounds i really miss being able to go and hear live music dj'd in a big crowd full of dancey people miss that a lot tony do we have more music on the podcast oh we do next it's Moozy.
That was Muzi with a track called Don't You Need Somebody, and they were an email submission to us. We just love email submissions. Muzi is DC writer, producer Dylan Rockwell, and drummer Pat Gunning, formerly of the band Friends of Friends, who are a band I'm kind of sorry I missed. I just want to give a shout out to just kind of an interesting project I ran into where it seemed to be like four different songwriters like really sharing and working with each other to make the best version of a song they'd written. Also, Muzi's Dylan and Pat are also members of DC band Drew Beckman and the Boundary Boys, who we have previously featured on this podcast, who Tony referred to Drew Beckman as DC's tall tale of a country star. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. He's a really great performer. He's really fun to see live. And uh, he's got a really great band backing him up. And uh, we really dig... Uh, we really dig Moozy, man. These guys are really fun. They have a nice little music video for it. That's like, it's just them, the two of them, like playing the song in various locations and it's chill and it's nice. I often think indie rock can really knock you out is when it's hypnotic. <laughs> and that's what Moozy, that, that, that's what Moozy pulls off. Yes, indeed. Paul, do we have more music on this week's podcast? We do. Let's keep things rolling with Broke Royals. Another night, another fight in bed As I lay beside you, fending off my existential dread The ghosts of my anxiety from past, present, and future They all pay me a visit and they all leave me a suture
That was Anthemic Dread from Broke Royals with their new single, You Plus Me Plus WW3. You and me in World War Three. Uh, wow. <laughs> Man, it was kind of joyously anthemic and also very, very bleak in a very DC way, which I really appreciate. I have spent some time trying to sum up Broke Royals, and I've arrived at this conclusion. They draw from emo and indie rock in a really satisfying way. Yeah. I also appreciate like how hard they try and how much they put into it. And when you see them play live, like they're wearing like formal clothes. Commitment to production value. Yeah. And when they make music videos, they are stunning. Uh, they put so much into their music and the whole package. And uh, they're great. We last featured Brooke Royals on the podcast in the 2018 holiday episode with their song Christmas Cookie Blues. And they they have dedicated every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. for a new song on YouTube live as part of their series Alone Together. I think they did this before and now they're on season two. They're putting out brand new stuff. They have a fun new song, which is called DC Baby which features David Combs of Bad Moves. And I heard that today on SoundCloud as well. Uh, very fun. Like I love all the DC references, obviously, in that song. So um, if you enjoyed the Brooke Royal song we played for you, go hunt that down as well. They also have a Patreon. So you can support them for $5 a month and get access to brand new songs like that and behind the scenes videos. Um, they really, they just, they, they put so much work into it. I really appreciate that. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast, but not quite. You know, we got one more coming up. And first, we have to tell you that you should follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at Hometown Sounds. The website's hometownsoundsdc.com. We got the podcast up there. You can go check it out. Whatever else we got cooking up, you never know. There might be some new stuff soon. You never know. We have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. That means send us your music. Yes, because we need to play it for everybody. Because the important thing is to support all these musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live sometime. Yay! We have one last track for you, and it is Mary Madden with a song called Charmer. Uh, she makes louder sounds with the band Yes Vacancy that we have played on the podcast before. But as far as we can tell, this is Mary Madden's debut single, and it is a Name Your Own Price download on Bandcamp. This was recorded at the Lost Origins Gallery which is a really cool space that I have seen some shows in, both music and art. And it is also above the Mount Desert Island ice cream shop. Mary writes, several years ago, I had the life-altering experience of meeting the magical and insanely talented Mr. L- Mr. Noah Lubert. He co-produced this song with Mary. What this song became after we started working together is so much more than it was and feels like what it was always meant to be. So we hope you like this. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time. There was a love that was lost. I don't know where it It should have kept us so warm It should have kept us
held fast until we let go Kept me from moving so slow There wasn't time to get on There was a love that we lost I don't know where it gets on It should have kept us so warm It should have kept us so warm.